You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, if, I, I mean, if I, we're married and yeah. I have to, and my husband, I, he's human, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, like, he's so human. You want to the tell us, Lex? The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. I tell you what, you give us 40 minutes of your time per week. That's all we ask, 40 minutes of your time per week. We'll change your life. We'll help you to change your life. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. We are your hosts and really, really glad to be here. Dr. Tony Dufresne, uh, doctor of applied philosophy and utter nonsense, as well as the lovely Lexi Rodriguez, certified human coach and part-time alien. This week, uh, we're going to do a show based upon a letter, letter, email that I got from a listener. And and I'm going to read it and we are going to respond. Now, I found this a very fascinating question because it's super layered. Lots of layer has to do with a lot of different stuff, and the basic thing is being um, being trustworthy and cheating and polyamorous and monogamous and all that stuff, all wrapped up into one. So here it goes. So the listener writes, here's the question. Is a man that has been suspected of cheating but not guilty by a lack of proof able to have a monogamous relationship? He has admitted that his sexual fantasy was to have a polyamorous relationship with two women where all three persons love one another equally. This man has expressed that it could be just that, a fantasy, and that he'd be happy with one woman his whole life as well. And what man doesn't fantasize about threesomes? We all have fantasies or sexual interests that we might want to experience, but it could also be just a novelty idea idea and not realistic specifically to our life. My question is, is this man capable of being faithful if he was never a cheater in the first place and undoubtedly and genuinely loves his girlfriend more than he's ever loved any person in his life? And what if the girlfriend is the furthest from a jealous person and could forgive him and for, could forgive said cheating speculations regardless if it happened or not? Woo. It sounds like she has a recipe, a great recipe for a successful polyamorous relationship. Hell yeah, that's exactly right? what. Like, that, I'm okay, like, for, um, give it a try, it, girlfriend. Exactly, because first of all, she just spelled it out right at the right at the end. For, uh, so much is going on in here. Uh, uh, I, what you want to start with this because I yeah. literally have a laundry list of different stuff about this deal. Okay, first of all, people keep sending us emails. This is why we do this. We want to know what's going on in your life. And you know what? <laughs> Polyamory is a buzzword right now um, because people are seeing that with all the different sexual type um, labels that we are more open with every single day, I think people are understanding that if, yeah, if another man can love another man, you know, or if, if someone can love both, why can't you do it at the same time? You know, like, why can't you love a man and a woman at the same time? So people are just very open to a lot of stuff right now. And I think that it's beautiful. But getting back to the email, um, I think that my first thing would be that I don't think that polyamory is a fantasy. I think it's a lifestyle for people. I think if you're if you're really doing it right and you're doing it, um, you're using your brain. You're not just using your fucking organs you it's a lifestyle it's not a fantasy i also think that um she was super right about how it kind of 
is relative to the lifestyle you live. Like I could, at this point in my life, I feel like I could be in a polyamorous relationship, but I don't think I could in 10 years. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it just depends what you do where you are with your own self. Um, and, and then also it depends on your significant other and where that trust is. So obviously trust is huge. I think people need to know this is a lifestyle. And I think that you need to evaluate where you are in your life before you make any of these decisions. And it, they all ha- they, it has to fit. It has to fit so that it's healthy and it's not going to fuck you up in, for future relationships. Yeah. And that's it. it, it so it comes down to context is what you're talking about in regards yeah. to like right now. All right. I'm going to go through this one, one line at a time. Cause I have to, cause there's so much here. It confuses me. I am scared and confused by this entire, cause there's like 27 questions in this question. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is a man that's been suspected of cheating, but not guilty by a lack of able to have a monogamous relationship. Of course he is. He has admitted that his sexual fantasy was to have a polyamorous relationship with two women. Yeah. Who hasn't had that? Right, and that's more uh, of just where, like a threesome. Well, and it, it is, and it, and it, see, the thing is, is that he doesn't know. He he may have a fantasy of a polyamorous relationship, but the thing is, is that, yeah, like I was, I, this is one thing we did talk about before the show that when you bring a, a third person, it's hard enough with two people, right, to be able to deal with relationships, Dude, stuff right. and to do and to understand and to be empathetic and sympathetic with the other person and to deal with their family and their extended bubble and their tribe and all that and stuff. Their and, and their it's issues. Crazy. And, and their issues. Let alone bringing a third entity into this thing. It right. just creates more. And like, like we did chat prior to the show, this is the same thing as like three friends versus two. It's always more difficult with three friends versus the two friends because it's called triangulation. And anytime you have three entities involved versus two, it's harder because more than likely you will have two versus one in a lot of the circumstances. When two versus one happens, what happens? Then people get butt hurt. Or then sides are taken, or, or then there's a per- perception that sides are taken, or one person's getting the attention of it's. It's like it's like having a three way, and yeah. being in a situation to where you're giving attention to one person because you're in the moment with that one person, but then the other person feels left out, even though your intention was not to leave them out. But that's their perception on what's going on because they're not involved at that time. There so are you have to different deal with types of polyamorous relationships as well, though. That that is a good point because it's contextual. But uh, and hold that. So like, I want to read okay. through this whole thing, right? So he he has admitted that his fantasy was polyamorous with two women. First of all, that's not his fantasy. His fantasy is just a three way where all three persons love one another equally. Okay, I could see that, and that's great on paper. But you know, on paper, anything's great on paper. Um, and, and I'm not saying it's not possible, but there, the, the probability is very low of that happening. He's expressed that it could just be a fantasy. Of course it is. It is unless he's living it now, of course it's just a fantasy and that he'd be happy with one woman his whole life as well. His whole life, that's a her thing. She's bringing that into it because that's what she wants because that's a fantasy. It's the fantasy of that one person or that whole yeah, life exactly. or that mon- monogamy. That's not him. He's not saying that. He's not saying his whole life. Maybe he is just to placate her just to make her happy. But that's not what in his mind. He he would be happy with one girl in one relationship. Let's just keep it at that. And 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 it says, and what man doesn't, fantasize about threesomes her saying that is actually validating the fact that she understands that that's how things work and that's how his mind works and that's and it's understandable we all have uh fantasies or sexual interests that we might want to experience but but it could also just be a novelty idea and not realistic specifically to our life absolutely that's just a factual statement right so she says her question is finally after actually asking 12 questions so her 13th question is 
is this man capable of being faithful if he was never a cheater in the first place? First of all, you don't know that, right? You don't know that right. he wasn't cheating in the first But she's this is again the fantasy. This is like she's she's riding this perfect, you know, right off into the sunset on horseback type of a thing. Yeah. This is what because this is what she wants. And I don't blame her. I don't blame that that's what she wants. She wants the fantasy, but she says if he is he capable of being faithful if he if he was never a cheater in the first place and undoubtedly and genuinely loves his girlfriend more than he's ever loved any person in his life? First of all, oh, that's gosh. that's crazy bullshit because that's because <laughs> he definitely loves his mom more than he loves you. Yeah, I mean, but that's again, it's just there's just it. it why do you have to put that 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 last part into it? You don't have to put that. I get what you're trying to say. You're trying to paint it as though you are the one. If the, if she's talking about herself, which I'm assuming she is, I'm just going to go with that. You are the one. And maybe he said you're the one. First of all, I don't believe that because but but in the in the moment and in the context, maybe that that's what they do believe and that's the case. And that's great. So her question would be is he is he uh capable of being faithful? Well, sure. Sure he is, right? There's no there's nothing that says he's because he has sexual fantasies that he's not capable of being faithful. That's like somebody right. having, you know, having thoughts about, you know, somebody cutting him off the road and having thoughts about going up there and, you know, or running that person off the road into but, a ditch. So you're, then, but you're not, capable but not doing it. That's a sociopath. So this is, that's a sociopathic yeah. line that you that, that most people don't cross. So of course he's capable. And then it, and then it just at the end and what if the girlfriend is the furthest from jealous person that could f- forgive said cheating speculations, regardless if it happened or not? Basically, she's saying, I'm down, right? Is that me yeah. or what? She's basically saying, well, I mean, I, I'm not jealous anyway. First of all, she is jealous because she wouldn't have put that in there if she wasn't. So yeah. that's the problem. The problem is what she's saying versus what would happen are two separate things because on paper, again, this is, I think, the core of this of this show. And the core of the show is – Something that's a fantasy or something that doesn't exist, but you kind of plan it out that way or you think you want it to be the case is great. But then when emotions come into it and feelings come into it and the ego comes into it and people's soft spots come into it and you have to kind of work around that, that's where the issues come in. And they and they pop right. up out of nowhere, and then you have to be emotionally mature enough to be able to handle them to get through that process. And that's why I think polyamorous relationships – Although I think it would be great to have another person in your life that you that you could have that would be a, just a loving triangle. That's awesome, and I and I and I think yeah. that if that was if that was possible from a species standpoint, I think more people would yeah. do it or be in that. I just I think don't think that, I don't think that I think, it is. I think it's possible, and I think that it all comes with um, awareness, like we always talk about. Is I think. It, as soon as you become more secure with who you are and what you're doing and what you have to bring to the table and how you look, and it's all about security. So I think that if you are, and I know not many people are, but we're getting there, we're getting closer to that every day. I think that if you are almost peak secure with who you, who you are as a person, I think it's more possible than if you're an insecure, like little girl. I think I could do it, but I do, I also think that, um, it could go both ways. And I had this conversation with the guy that I'm dating. I'm like, I think that I could do it, but not yet because Mm -hmm. I'm kind of in this new relationship. And I'm like, you know, like we'll like joke about it or something. He's very open and secure with who he is too. So it's kind of cool. So we can have these conversations and they can actually be 
you know, maybe potentially something that we will do in the future. But uh, I couldn't do it now because right now I'm getting to know him and I'm exploring who he is as a person. I'm exploring how who he is as a person makes me feel as a person, how it fucks with my security or my insecurities, because each person you date is going to make you feel differently you're going to have a different insecurity with each person you date because it's relative to what they've been through and who they are so i think that if someone is going to explore a polyamorous polyamorous relationship it can't be and for me at least not right now not in the beginning of a new relationship because it's so new but on the flip side straight up if you're married and you you i think that marriage now is such a it's like people are like, oh, we don't, we don't need to get married. We don't need to sign a paper. But if you go that extra, extra mile and get married and sign that paper and it's for pure love reasons or it's for just like because you guys always wanted to be married and you're like, let's do it. We love each other. Mm-hmm. And you're there. I think it would be even more possible to have a polyamorous relationship because you're fucking married. And I, I think that when you're dating, you're still kind of questioning whether this is going to be forever. But what if you know it's going to be forever? then you're already 100% secure with each other. And I think that you could explore fun stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, do you, well, what do you think about that forever thing, though? I mean, do you, do you think people in their minds, the, the marriage thing hooks them into a forever thing anymore? Do they do that? I mean, does that is that a thing? Well, with that's still? what I'm saying. Is, because that, that's I, what I'm I've saying. changed my mind on that completely. Totally. So you're right. So you changed your mind on that. Completely marriage is a little bit diluted these days, but for people that are actually getting married in a society where it is so diluted, I think they absolutely believe in forever. And I think that forever is possible. If I get married, I'm going to be with my husband forever. And I can say that really confidently because that, yes, that's, because- that's your, that's your require, not requirement. That's, that's your, <laughs> what, what, what's the word am I trying to say? I just will because I, this that's is what I'm level. saying. I won't get Right, that's the level of where I'll be because that'll be the highest fucking level I've ever felt with another human being. But don't get me wrong, I won't get married if I don't ever feel like that and I'll be okay with that too. All I'm saying is in a a society where marriage is so diluted, to make that decision to get married means that you fucking are, you're like, well, let's do this. I might hate you. I might be attracted to another person at some point, but when, when, when that happens, we'll have a conversation. And since we chose to get married, we'll, we'll openly explore what we got to do to stay in this forever. Interesting. You get what I'm saying? Like, Uh, I mean, if we're married and I have to, and my husband, I, he's human, obviously. Mm -hmm. And like, I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. I'm saying like he's so human you to want a point to tell us, Lex? He, yeah, he's human to a point where a, a hot girl walks by and he's going to and she's got a great ass. We're both going to check out her ass. And if he's mine, I may allow him to be intimate with her if I know that it's going to make him feel good. But let me bring up this and I'll bring this up to you and you can let me know what part um, what part of the brain you have to shut off to really uh, be successful with this is I, I think that if my significant other could shut off the emotional side of their brain and just solely be intimate with someone for the sake of sex and the sake of um, 
sec- like the, the evolution of sexual desire, which is so natural, then I would also be more open to it. And I think people would be more comfortable with allowing their significant other to explore someone. If, because I think where people's insecurities come out mostly are when they're like, ah, oh, does she make you laugh harder than I make you laugh? Does she um, like, you know, it's all emotional. That's where insecurities come. And that's I'll straight up say that I'm a part of that too. Like I'm, I, I get it. Like I'm into, I'm into sexy girls, sexy guys. Like I get it. I, I understand that. So in a relationship, I understand that my significant other is going to f- be feeling those emotions, not that he's going to act on them. But when it comes to emotional connection, that's where shit gets gets um touchy well yeah yeah you don't don't click with everyone so when you meet your human that you click with you're very territorial Mm -hmm. of that feeling Mm -hmm. because it is very rare Mm -hmm. yeah because then you're (laughs) that actually brings up a good point because if you if, if from a couple standpoint if you guys are solid in regards to understanding and accepting them for who they are and you really trust the relationship you trust the connection that you have you trust what you have created and the fact that Regardless, if you have sex with another person, then that does not that does not change your idea about the connection you have with that person with with your significant other. Then that would open it up to having an open relationship. And that has happened and and that has been successful. I mean, I, I, I can certainly see that being the case. But and it's a big but you have to be very, very, very secure in your relationship and both of the people have to be emotionally mature enough to be able to understand that that's you know where they are. If they have any hangups at all, if they have any body image hangups at all, or if they have any insecurities whatsoever, yeah. uh, all that will be played out. And if you if you say if you're in a relationship and the other and your let's say your husband is pressuring you indirectly or subtly to kind of open the relationship up and spice it up and you know make it something interesting uh, and you have a shred of doubt then it's not going to work. I mean I, I right, was I, I, you know I did I did uh, couples therapy and I've run I've run across this with couples coming in and talking about this and the fact is is that she's trying to be she's trying to be open but and it, most of the time it was the woman and not the man who was trying to be open with this because you know we all we we're all just swinging dicks we just want to stick it in anything, so and and you know come on let's be honest, and she and she would try to be nice and and be open and understand the situation, uh, but then when it came down to it because it's a big difference between seeing it on paper again the fantasy of it and then the applicability and all the stuff that comes along with it when you actually go through and do it but when it does happen then a lot of stuff arises because. She's going to see what she wants to see. And if you guys are involved in, you know, a little play thing happening where you guys, all three of you kinds are bouncing around and you see him connect intensely, like sexually with that, with that woman, you're going to have a problem. Right. Because you, and exactly. And you're going to know your significant other more than, than this new person you bring in. So you're going to know like how they flirt. And you know what? I was having this conversation earlier is like there are certain ways this is why being emotionally intelligent is the coolest fucking thing and i think it should be everybody's goal and this is why if you if you can continue to feed your brain and feed your insecurities and learn more about who you are and why you're that person then when when weird shit like this comes up in life which it it will and it it absolutely will pay attention because it fucking will like um 
mm-hmm. unless you're living a complete vanilla lifestyle and it's 2017. So like kind of get with the program and bring some <laughs> excitement to your life. But well, you know, I'm saying if you're, if you're where you got to be and you're like peak awareness of who you are, that's why these things can all be, um, th- they can all be great additions to your relationship. Like it could bring they, well, you they could closer. Be. I mean, if you, if you what, guys are both on board with it. Right. So what I was going to say is like, you have to know the way you react to certain things and you have to not be defensive of that. And you kind of just have to like, it's a, it's all a dance is like, if you're going to, um, commit to doing this with your significant other, you better know you, there better be no question on how you react to things. You better know his body language. You better know his love language, the way he wants to be touched, the way he needs to be touched, the way he needs to be talked to. Like you better know all of that stuff so that you're confident going in that he is still all about you because you know, all of those 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 secrets or or um vulnerable hidden gems that someone new mm-hmm. doesn't know um i mean and it's it's all intelligence it's all emotional intelligence you know how to flirt with someone in front of your significant other not to piss them off but if you're into some you know what i mean you know how to talk to someone well, in yeah, front of your significant yeah, other yeah. and and they should know how to do that in front of you because you don't want built in turmoil just because like babe you lightened your voice when you said hi to that chick like what the fuck again it's all about the understanding and the thing is is that if you're empathetic and sympathetic towards the other person you know what what's gonna you know get them going in the wrong direction you know and if they do and if they're touchy about it then you guys there's no way in the world it's gonna work no mm-hmm. way. No, it's not going to work. It, That's the thing. If you have be... any doubt right now and you're listening to the show and you're exploring, poly- you're, you're thinking about exploring polyamory, you have any doubt right now, then you're not ready right now. Not at all. You might be ready next no. year. Yeah. You might be ready the year after that. But it's all about being vulnerable and and asking questions to your significant other and really getting to know them because then you can make the decision together. Make And it's a, it's a collective decision as well. Um, I want to talk about the different polyamory relationships, though, because there are... Um, there are some people that like it to be like three, like me, you, and someone else, and we're all in a relationship together. Like we all go to dinner together. We all kick it on Sunday. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, yeah. So throw, throw that out there. So there's, there's that. And then there's definitely the polyamorous relationships where it's like two people, um, that are, this is how I explained it to someone is like, they, are in a relationship they're in a committed relationship but like say i'm out with my girls and i meet someone i'm really into and we connect at the bar it's okay um for me to maybe take that to an intimate level because my husband knows that or my wife knows that um there's a possibility for that and the trust is there and that's kind of just living life carelessly and living love carelessly. And I think that it's beautiful because like I've said a million times before, yeah, relationships are work, but they should never be, they should never be um, keeping you captive of who you are as a person. And I'm naturally a flirty open person. So I'm going to need to be with someone who knows that, but also trust that I'm always going to be, if I'm in a committed relationship, I'll be committed to them hundred percent, no doubt, but they know my love language and my love language is always following whatever thread of attraction that comes at me. And I think that I will, I'm confident that I'll meet someone that understands that about me. And that's, that's going to be the person I commit to, you know, but if I don't, then I'm going to continue to do my thing as a single chick, you know, because you shouldn't feel like love is so beautiful and intimacy and, and even emotional 
um, connection is so beautiful that I think sometimes people get in a relationship and they turn all of that off because they think that that's what a committed relationship is. And it's not, those feelings are, are beneficial to, to, um, your health, you know? Well, the, the, the people bring into uh, relationships what what's in their suitcase, and the suitcase is all the shit that happens to them when they're young, and how their parents were, and what and what's been drilled into their mind in regards to what is and is not a relationship, and that's and that's when the, the problems start happening because a lot of the times it, it really doesn't have anything to do whatsoever with self expression and and showing love and and exhibiting that and having care for somebody else. And also, uh, also keeping your own sense of independence in your own spirit at the same time. A lot of it has no, it, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with, with shutting down and just being complicit with the other person in regards to going yeah. through and try and, and sometimes even losing yourself in the other person because that's how it was in your own family. And then that's a pro, a huge problem, especially in this circumstance like this, because if the guy, if, if you have enmeshed your life in with, the, with this guy, and all of a sudden, he's bringing around, you know, the whole thing about, oh, yeah, we need to spice it up and all this stuff about bringing somebody else or we're at least just trying a, a three You're like, or why? <laughs> then then you, initially, and then you would say, okay, sure, if that's what you want. If, if you ever say if that's what you want, then you better fucking check yourself. It's not because what you that's want. Because that's not what you want. That's not. Yeah. If you ever say if that's what you want, it means that's what you don't want. So, it's cool, though, you know. You know don't like deny this- that fact. I love that we're having this conversation because even it's like, yes, our, our bottom line is can a polyamorous relationship be successful? But you know what? Just having this conversation on polyamorous relationships shows that um, it's all about communication mm-hmm. and it's all about really being present and reading, reading the things that your significant other is receptive to what, even if you don't bring it up to them or not, like it's important to pay attention to, to pay attention to every little thing in a relationship because that's only going to benefit you guys. It's only going to make it, make the relationship last as long as it should. And I say that because I think that you, everyone is capable of being faithful. I'm kind of going back to the email is like, but you're capable of being faithful until you're not anymore. And then that's when <laughs> you point. have to pull the pull the plug. Yeah. Because I'm capable of being faithful, but why am I single? Because there were times in my relationship where I didn't want to be faithful anymore mm-hmm. and I and I you had to pull the plug. Everyone is capable, but also if you have a feeling like you want to act on something intimate with another human, pay attention to that shit and and talk about it maybe i know not everyone will be as receptive as i would maybe don't be like babe hey you know monica our neighbor i kind of want to fuck her what do you think about that like i'm just letting you know but explore that feeling and and then maybe try to spice it up with your significant other to to because maybe it is just a fucking funny fantasy but also maybe it's not so explore Mm -hmm. these feelings communicate with your significant other because that just makes everything so much more intimate and deep and like soul on soul as opposed to just like you're my boyfriend i'm your girlfriend we fucking you know sleep in the same bed every night and that's it no go deep and that's the thing with marriage is like so many people are 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 loosely living in love i think and i want people to really know that you can get like soul on soul deep if you if you allow yourself. Don't be in a basic fucking relationship because you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing your energy a disservice. Like 
I can't imagine being in a mundane relationship with another person because why would I do that? I would just be alone and have really great friends that we can be soul on soul together with, you know? Yeah, but but a lot of people are stuck in the, into the whole dogma thing about uh, needing to be in a relationship and need, needing to live this linear life to where, you know, they're out of school and now they got to be with somebody and then they got to start their kids and they got to have a house right. and they got to have a minivan and all this stupid bullshit. And then you find yourself in midlife and you look back and go, what the fuck am I doing? How many times right. does that happen? It happens all the time because you're not following your own path. And that's really what it comes down to. The, the fact of the matter is, is that, that how you see other relationships or how it's been taught to you, how a relationship is, is complete bullshit. Relationship in terms of you creating something with somebody else, this energy, this ball of energy, which is this third entity that surrounds two people, is defined and created by however you guys want it to be. And it, it can be, it could be parts of what you think it should be and parts of what they think it should be. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Whatever it is, that's what it is. And that's the whole point. It doesn't have to be anything specific whatsoever. And that, and in order, but in order to get there, you guys both have to have good communication skills. You have to have respect for each other and you have to want, you, know, you have to want what's best for both of you in going forward and expanding out. Totally. Yeah. It can't be selfish. This can't be wanting to be polyamorous cannot be a selfish thing. You want to explore another person because you think it'll benefit your relationship as, as one, not just you. Of course you want to explore another person. Like I said, we're all humans, but you know that you're doing it right when you're like, well, I think that my chick would like this, or I think that it might make her feel sexy again, or, you know, vice versa. That's a really good point. And if, and if that's the case, then it, it'll have a better chance of working. But I got to tell you, you have to know not it can't be a bombshell dropped at the, at the at that last at that last second in regards to everything's do 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 do. All of a sudden, hey, let's have a three way. It can't be that. It's got to be something that kind of comes in subtly, as in, ooh, that's sexy. Well, I bet you know it'd be nice to see you know you uh, kissing her on the other side of the bar. So it's something that kind of eases it into where you understand that that's kind of both where you guys are going towards, and it's something that may be a possibility, and you work on that. It's not that. Oh, I'm bored. So let's bring somebody in and, and, you know, fuck her between us. And I mean, that's that, that's not, that's not a good move in that because it will create, yeah. it will create issues. And even if it doesn't happen, which most of the time it doesn't happen, even if the idea is thrown out there, uh, the idea was still got thrown out there. And in her mind or in his mind, uh, they're thinking, Oh, this person wants to be with other people. Right. And, and I that's, think and that's, that, and that's um, ultimately not a good thing. And it's not going to help you guys out at all in terms of your trust. Uh, right. And along with emotional intelligence, I think that there is a concept of sexual intelligence that people are trying to start to explore because there are a lot of things we can't help, but you have to know how to process certain feelings. And I think especially when you're in a relationship, you need to learn how to handle your sexual energy. There are times that I get hit on like crazy and I'm like, damn, my sexual energy must be like popping right now. Mm -hmm. And there are times where I can completely turn it off and not, and nobody sees me. And it's like, if you can tap, that is a thing. Yeah. Oh, I know. And if you can tap into that, that's only going to help your relationship be the dopest it can be because mm -hmm. you know how to turn on when you want to be sexy. You know how to turn off when you want to be sexy. You know how to process these feelings. You know how to define whether it's an actual emotional um, intimate feeling or when it's just very raw intimate, you know, 
and and I think that people should try to explore their sexual intelligence with their significant other. And if you don't have a significant other, try to explore your sexual intelligence intelligence with yourself because that's more awareness. It's a different type of awareness. We talk about a lot about um, entrepreneurial awareness and we talk about a lot about self-awareness, but this sexual awareness is going to bring your energy to like another level. Yeah. And, and, and uh, focus it in the right areas. I mean, if it, a bottom line is if you're doing it for yourself because you're trying to escape the relationship or you want something different, then it's, that's not, that's not right. And it's not fair for the relationship. If it's something that's going to benefit both of you, then it's going to be, you know, that's something that'll be a good thing. Maybe it, but it depends upon how you got it. And it'll are, force you, know? you to trust your significant other. I hate when I um, have clients, I don't hate it, but I, it makes me sad when I have clients that are just, our sessions are solely based off of them wanting to trust their significant other. And I'm like, man, this stems from deep down inside and it stems from behavior that has gone on in their past relationships. And it makes me so sad that when the moment that you feel like damage is done in a relationship, you have to get out of there because it's going to affect something dope in the future. And I think that that's why exploration is huge as well. Um, it's crazy to see people break patterns mm-hmm. right in front of my face. It's crazy to see me break I, relationship patterns that I have that I almost didn't break right in front of my face. And you know, the only reason I'm doing that and the only reason I'm, I'm aware and even seeing it in front of my face is because I'm continuing to get to know myself better every single day. I'm continuing to question my thoughts and my emotions and my sexual feelings towards things every single day. And when you do that, the awareness of self is a hundred percent going to take your life to the next level. And it's, it's crazy. You'll see yourself breaking these patterns and you'll just be like, Whoa, did I just do that Mm -hmm. without even knowing it? I subconsciously broke a pattern that has been affecting me for almost whatever, 20 years of your life. And when you start to, when you start to do that, you get the confidence and with confidence comes greater energy and with greater energy comes success and work and relationships, whatever it may be. It all builds on each other. And that's a really good point. So, uh, that's, I think we've answered her question and a million other questions. And I, and I <laughs> in terms of getting down to it and, and uh, getting down to the bottom line in regards to, you know, trust and respect and, and, uh, uh, sexual energy really is what it comes down to. So if you, uh, if you have any questions for us, again, we love the questions when they come in. So you can go to Tony at javabud.com or Lexi at crucialawareness.com and, or you can go to the website javabud.com and, uh, post anything you want there this will be on itunes stitcher and soundcloud as well as on javabud.com along with the video which i'm not sure the video is going to happen this week i'll have to check and see because the skype is it because of my hair well that because i didn't do my hair well i'm I'm saying it's skype but it's really it's really the hair (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's horrifying so it's horrifying tuesday's uh, rough yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So we uh, we hope uh, you guys are having a great week. And uh, if you're listening to this real time, almost it's almost the holidays, and hope things are going well. If you have any issues, holiday issues wise, in terms of getting down to the Christmas thing, it should be a fun time. Holidays should be fun. They should be a joy, and it should be a lot of love around you. If that's and not we the case, will please replay uh, our, reach out um, to somebody who you can chat with, uh, including us. And you can also reach out to us because. Uh, we're very familiar with that. And uh, and I want to replay our Christmas show or our tradition show from last year because it was such a good show. I, I was going to do that, I was gonna do that next that. week, actually. I was oh, going to cool. replay the tradition show next week. 
so good. Because that's, that's the week before Christmas, right? Yeah. 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 So, so thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, see you next week. 